Aloha, lads and lasses, and welcome to episode 9 of the Soccer Talk Lads podcast. Today, we'll discuss MLS for the lose in action, the slow churn towards an inevitable Liverpool Premier League title, the MLS Super Draft, MLS player movement, and more. Plus, there will be a reckoning, not only for Ian, but for yours truly. I can't wait to get what's coming to me, so let's kick off. My days and best when the sunset gets itself Behind that little lady sitting on the passing side It's much less picturesque without her catching the light The horizon tries but it's just not as kind on the eye Welcome back, everyone. Welcome into the STL, or Soccer Talk Lads, podcast. It is Friday, January 24th. We are here together. Uh, my name is Stephen Ground. I am the final holdout against the Dolly Parton Challenge. I'm here with Ian Peters, who is the proud owner of a brand new shiny Araquanid in Pokemon Sword. Oh, boy. Or I, I, Shield? Shield. shield. Oh, how do you ah. feel about that? Um, you, you didn't know, expect the introduction to be so timely. <laughs> you're right. Uh, you know what? And I also didn't expect the shiny Pokemon. I won't complain. It's great. All right. And we are joined from across the state by uh, Adama Traore's personal trainer, Justin Horniker. Justin, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. Uh, Adama's looking real nice. Yeah. So. He hadn't been cr- you haven't been crushed under the weight of his thighs yet. <laughs> Jeez. I think his bicep is the side of my head. Thighs of my head. So you have to be very careful uh, not to go on his bad side. <laughs> they were talking, I think, on Men and Blazers about the heaviest player in the UK, and they said any one of his thighs would be the heaviest player in the United Kingdom, which is probably right. So uh, we're here. We're here to talk about a lot of soccer things. Uh, and who knows what else? I don't know. The the NHL skills competition just wrapped up in St. Louis, and now it's <laughs> and now Justin's Darth Vader for some reason. Justin, what's happening? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you just went super fuzzy. Is your mic oh. in? Nope. Uh, I'm plugged in and everything. Am I good? Do yep. you hear me? Yep, you're okay. back now. All right. All right. Oh, okay. Do okay. we keep all this audio or start over? <laughs> Keep it. Okay, so we're just right. It's part of the process. (laughs) The people can hear our scars. Uh, We'll get better. I promise. We'll we'll get better. uh, Doctor, we won't. I won't be coming to you from a planet far, far away, and it'll all be good. That's right. Uh, But hey, Adama Traore is not human, so you can't train him on this planet where his, you know, vapors are weakened. That's true. Got to do some. I didn't know you knew about that. I know a lot of things. I know, among other things, that uh, MLS for the Lou kind of sucks. We are, I looked it up today, the announcement for this team being official was on August 20th, which means we are now five entire months removed, and we have learned nothing more. (laughs) Nothing more. Like, nothing at all. The only thing we've learned is that the stadium is in jeopardy, but not... (laughs) officially but kind of and, so, and they said so they have said that they're gonna fund it all the way through so that's good news oh so they um, okay so they came announced out that. and said that they are closing down that on-ramp on the highway 40 so good. Good. read into that what you will does anyone use that on-ramp to begin with i have never seen anyone ever use that i've on-ramp. never seen anyone on it <laughs> How can it well, be an on-ramp if no one is too on bad. it? It's your chance. No one can use it That's anymore. That's right. So I guess so. I guess I can just go rogue and mm-hmm. drive off into my death, but uh, only if uh, if we don't get any news anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> Hold uh, that over them. What do you guys... I don't know. I'm, I'm, I was thinking about this driving home today. Granted, it was rainy and snowy and crappy, but I was just... I wasn't... Depressed isn't the right word, but I was just kind of like... This kind of sucks, because I feel like there is the community here to generate support for this, but I don't think it's just going to be, like, taking candy from a baby, necessarily. I mean, it will be from, like, I don't know, maybe 8,000 supporters, 10,000 supporters, but you want way more than that to build, like, a whole team and a whole fan base, so... We don't know team colors, we don't know team name, we don't know manager, we don't know, uh, you know, front office really even. We don't have, we really haven't been given anything at all. And it just sort of feels like 
as, as you would know, as Traore's personal trainer, Justin, it's like if you take a month off from, or let's say five months and four days off <laughs> from your exercise regimen, you're basically starting from zero. And yeah. I feel like that's kind of like they were at this place with a lot of excitement. Uh, and now they're starting from zero and we've got the, you know, hotly anticipated battle Hawks starting up here next mm-hmm. month. And who knows what kind of havoc that'll throw into the system. So, uh, who knows? they might be out of business by the time that must sure. actually take the I, field. <laughs> I genuinely believe the XFL will fail, but the battle Hawks will be like the cult hit of, the, like, of the whole But league. I own a battle Hawks t-shirt. I wow. don't own wow. A and how could you? Because they archers. haven't been made them. We yeah. haven't made them. Uh, so, Justin, let's start with you. How do you feel about what uh, MOS for the Lou has done or hasn't done? Well, hasn't done because it's nothing. How do you feel yeah. about all that? I mean, it's disappointing, um, but it was always, I don't know, because it's like two and a half. You would have had two and a half years between the announcement and time to take the field. So I think anyhow, it's going to be hard to like keep anticipation for that long. But the fact that it's been like complete radio silence for the most part, they could have like put little kernels out here and there, at least as far as like a plan. And we still don't really know what's going to be like the integration with STLFC. And if that's like going to integrate into the MLS side or like what's going to happen, it's just like all confusing. They haven't clarified anything, which I think is the issue. So it's, it's no news, but also there's like a lot of question marks around it. Yeah, there's so it's almost like you would have wished that they would have maybe waited a little bit, had like the plan together before they announced the team. But yeah, it does seem like they announced without knowing anything, pretty much. And that's a yeah. weird call to me. Ian, what do you think? I'm sad that there's no more news. <laughs> and I don't know. It's just annoying that I don't know when new news is coming. I'm uh, used to looking at things for. I don't know, video game updates or things like that. And you just get people are saying, Hey, I'm not going to tell you what the news is, but there is news in two months or yeah. yada, yada. And even yeah. if that news is crappy and lame and it's just like, Oh, we decided that there won't be news today. <laughs> At least it's, you know, it's something, but like having absolutely nothing and no timetable is what's frustrating. I don't know if we're going to get a name in two weeks i don't know if we're gonna get a name in august yeah you know and it's weird too because the st louis sports community is usually really good at banding together yeah. so you would think they would have great opportunities to like try and grow themselves at like i don't know say the nhl all-star game came to town or uh you know something like that mm-hmm. or like um you know, the aquarium opened up two feet from what your future front door will be. I don't know, something like that. You would think, yeah, things like that, just spitballing. Yeah, yeah, you would think that major community events like this would be an opportunity for you to have mm. any presence, even if it's just a social media like, hey, we're here, we're hanging out. You know, uh, uh, Taylor Twelman's at the All Star Game. You know, taking <laughs> your questions about uh mos for the league like literally anything yeah and we haven't even gotten that and it just seems like it's i don't know it's just kind of depressing and maybe it'll just be well the chiefs had more of a presence at this local (laughs) event than the team that's going to play like 200 meters down the road yeah yeah seriously that's a really good point and you know i think i think you know there would be a fair amount of overlap i would think between blues fans and MLS fans and Blues players and MLS, like I'd imagine they'd play, you know, get along well. So it's just kind of sucks. I don't know. We're at a, an awkward place and maybe, you know, maybe next week they'll drop a whole bunch of news and we'll have a ton to talk about. But it seems like, you know, I think we can even feel it in the min- momentum of our own show because it's like, well, <laughs> guess we'll talk about Premier League again this week because we sure don't have local yeah, and MLS like, you know that's how it's gonna go so we're gonna have nothing and then they're just gonna drop like everything at once yeah, and then and we'll have like a seven hour tutorial. podcast and <laughs> we'll get over it so are they gonna break ground on the stadium because at least that is like solid evidence like to watch <laughs> a stadium be built and therefore be excited on my own well i mean <laughs> let's see let's see if there's any news on uh that kmov says they hope to break ground on 
Jan- in January, so they're running out of time. Uh, I don't know, man. That's this week. Yeah, that would be that would be time. I oh. guess if they've closed the ramp, then I live close we're enough. Good. I'll drive by every day to see if they've cut the ribbon. If there's a shovel in the yep. ground, you should Ian. You should just camp out on the abandoned ramp, and whenever they <laughs> demand, have to arrest you, you take your ground. Peek up, peek up, and over. There's uh, Lida. They did announce today that they congratulated a San Francisco Giants <laughs> uh, assistant coach, Alyssa Nacken, for being the first full-time female MLB coach as a nod to their own majority female-led yeah, sports yeah. group, which is great. You know, congratulations to her. But I do um, feel like they listen to like kind of the community saying, like, you can't just have like no social presence whatsoever. And it does seem like they've been a little bit more active on that front. But mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's just uh, I'm hoping that we will get over this and and it'll just feel like a bump in the road looking back. But just a little, just a little bump, just a little, just a little bitty bump. Yeah, but uh, right now it doesn't uh, feel that way. What is an NGA facility? What that's is... that. Um, it's like the defense contractor that's building oh, a campus downtown. National Geospatial Intelligence Agency. Mm. Well, yes, I feel yes, like yes. that should be NGIA, but who am I to judge? <laughs> They did put a dash in it, so I wouldn't think that. And speaking of dashing, Jurgen Klopp is a very handsome man. And uh, Liverpool is good at soccer. Uh, <laughs> let's go All ahead. All right, let's talk about it. Uh, I feel, I almost feel bad. I don't. I want to clarify that I, I really don't. But for the public appearance purposes, I almost feel bad about how dominant Liverpool is. Ian, uh, this Tottenham game feels like a long time ago. I guess it was a while ago. We got to watch a part of it together, uh, the tail end of it, I believe. Or were you... No? Did you not make it? Oh, okay. Well, never mind. We didn't. We were intended to. <laughs> it's a bold-faced lie. Uh, but it was, uh, it was a... Uh, I don't know. It was a game. And Liverpool won it. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was... They're very good. And Tottenham is in chaos. And I don't know, Justin, what did you think about this one? You're impartial. Why don't you talk us <laughs> through it? Yeah, I thought it was a good win for Liverpool. Um, this is like right after Harry Kane went down. So it's like you could see it was really evident that they missed Harry Kane because no one was really like up front. Mm-hmm. Um, Tottenham yeah, actually like not... kind of looked like the better team, which is a chorus that we've been saying about Liverpool for a little bit. But they're just like better at finishing and more clinical. And any chance you do give Liverpool, it seems like they finish on it. Uh, so Liverpool, I think between this game and the United game, there's like no hope left for anyone to, obviously you can just hand them the title now, essentially. Yeah. They need what? 27, I think more points at all. <laughs> Jeez. <in their> final, <laughs> however many it is like 20 games, 18 games. And it's going to take like the entire starting lineup to somehow get hurt or like get sick and, uh, not be able to play for the rest of the year yeah. to catch up. And then they'll have to call on scrubs like Jordan Shakiri and Joe Gomez and Takumi Minamino, and they might be in real trouble. I just think uh, this was, you know, LaCelso had that chance that was 4.8 expected, or 0.48, excuse me, expected goals all on its own, and he missed that. And, you know, I'm not going to criticize him because I would probably too, but he's a professional soccer player. And I just feel like. This was kind Caused of caused Mourinho to go down on his knees in disappointment. Uh, Disbelief. Well, when has he not made some <laughs> gesticulating gesture in some game? Uh, that same weekend, Wolverhampton was great, and then they were bad. Uh, who are they, Justin? Yeah, it's interesting because, like, we talked about this off the air, you know, offline. We took this offline uh, that the Wolves are really good against top seven teams, but like not as good against lesser teams to not um the little the little anybody oh but... no disparage away disparage away <laughs> disparage teams like i don't know everton um yeah i mean like chiore is like one of the better players in the league um i don't know they have like really good they have really great quality starters but it seems like anytime they have to go past that or do any sort of squad rotation it just doesn't it isn't as well and like i like you know santo Nuno Espirito Santo a lot. 
Mm-hmm. Which say that name five times fast. I will uh, but I think he just needs like a little bit more depth in the squad for them to be like an actual contender to a Champions League spot. Yeah. Unless it's a, a bench press or squat competition. And then once again, which uh, they will run away with. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no contest. Well, known whatsoever. Uh, yeah. They, uh, they looked really good in the game against Liverpool. Uh, and, um, I mean, I I would honestly say even better than, even more than looking like the better team, I would say they probably deserved to win that game. But Liverpool just has, you know, insane ability, like you said, to just like, okay, we'll win now, I guess, you know. I mean, unlike almost any team I've ever seen in any sport, there can just be like, oh, are we tied? Well, we probably shouldn't be, so I guess we'll score. Get you know. Firmino and Salah in there, and then yeah, I mean we'll that goal that out. happened, the Firmino goal that won it for them, didn't even it came out of nowhere. It was like a yeah. throw in, and Salah dangled through like three guys. I know that's not the soccer term, but dribbled through three guys, and it just came out of nowhere, and suddenly it was you know game over. It's just I mean those three are just so talented. Like that's what they can do is they're just gonna score in situations as good of players would ever even think about making that play and. Yeah, that's, that's why they're so good. That's really true. Uh, Wagnerock, we talked about so long ago now, and it had powered uh, the petulant, the indignant Jamie Vardy to victory after victory. And when I say Jamie Vardy, I mean all of Leicester City, but let's not kid ourselves, basically just him. Uh, since the Christmas time loss to Liverpool, it seems like uh, Wagnerock's power has been depleted to Tell us about this, Justin. Thanos has taken his stone back. (laughs) (laughs) Jamie Vardy, whose wife may or may not be a grass. uh, It's not like he's slowed down, but yeah, they're a team that was playing kind of like over their level. And uh, I think we jinxed them. I think it's fair to say that us calling them title contenders really got to their heads. Um, They listened to the podcast. James Madison said, wow, these guys really believe in us. And since then, they have not been nearly as good. Uh, Nine points since we mentioned that they were title contenders like three months ago. (laughs) That's pretty nuts. Yeah. I mean, I know that's, that's, I mean, that's, yeah, that's just nuts. I don't know. It'd be a lot for Norwich. Norwich would love nine points since we talked about Wagnerock, but actually Norwich may have nine points since we talked about Wagnerock. That's how bad this is. They They don't, they don't have nine points. (laughs) Do they have nine points total? They're pretty bad. Okay, good. Yes. Good. Uh, Ian, your thoughts on uh, people reporting things that are are not true? I don't know. <laughs> I shouldn't report. I'm trying to throw. <laughs> wow, wow! Very hard hitting questions here, Ian. Uh, Ian, what's the uh, what's the mascot for Leicester City? Just just curious. That's a fox. Hey, hey, hey look at this guy. He's studying. Ian, I've, and I've James Madison is the founding father. James Madison, or is this a different <laughs> uh, Tell us, Ian. That's the same one. Okay. Yep. You got it. Okay. <laughs> good. 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 Uh, re- uh, reanimated or suspended animation? I mean, he's been a, he's walking among us today. Well, yeah, no, but I'm saying, was he brought back from the dead, or was he frozen in time? No, he hasn't. Point. Neither. He's just oh, he's been just alive. Lived. The whole okay. Time. Okay. Fair oh. enough. Uh, talk to him about it. Uh, I will. Yeah, just to show like how like, the rest of the Premier League with Liverpool running away is just like not being quality because like Leicester is not looking great. But they still have six points over Chelsea and eleven points over United for in third place. So. Yeah, they. Uh, they were talking once again on uh, Men and Blazers about how, like, the rest of the league just doesn't feel, it feels so weird, you know? I mean, it's it's not only the topsy-turviness of Liverpool actually running away with a Premier League title, but, like, the rest of the league feels off-kilter, too, as a result. Um, talk to us about Manchester United, Justin, I, because it has to? been, uh, it's been a couple weeks do I, do I have to talk about them? You don't have uh, to. Okay. I mean, I'm going to read. We aren't paying you when you sign I started no these notes Last week, when I was on a high, I was on a high. Things were looking great. They were within striking distance of Chelsea. But boy, oh boy, the things turn sour. Uh, Man U does good things. Nope. Uh, they were <laughs> 5 2 and 2 since the start of September, but since the start of December. But since I wrote those notes, they had two straight losses. Uh, not good losses either. Very bad losses. Mm. 
better than Man City and Leicester being Norwich, so that's good. Um, Old Trafford was really fun there for a little bit when they were playing well. They announced that they had signed a Portuguese midfielder, Bruno Fernandes, which actually seemed like a good transfer, uh, but that transfer fell through, so that is no longer a transfer. <laughs> um, they failed signing Holland, who was a striker for Red Bull, uh, whatever the Austrian one is. Uh, ended Ian. up being signed by Dortmund, has scored five goals in two games for them, so they missed out on that. Ian, great. Would you Everything's care going to, great. Care to chime in real quick and tell us where uh, the Red Bull in in Austria is? Salzburg. You got it. That's right. Thank That's you. That's how they pronounce it. Salzburg. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Just like Salisbury steak. Mm-hmm. Just, that's where it comes from. I assume I assumed so. I assumed one one of them was named after the other. <laughs> I'll know which one was first. Who knows? Uh, in this stretch time, Mark Strashford goes down, which is like the only good thing about this team this year, him and Anthony Marshall. Um, is it worth firing Ole if Potch is available? Does that even fix anything? I mean, it's. I think it really depends on... I don't think it probably, I think you probably just waited out at this point, unless you, unless you think Potch is going to go somewhere before the off season, you know? Yeah. Like I, I just like, I don't think Ole has been that great of a manager in times. Like I think he's shown flashes where tactically he's been brilliant in times where he's made mistakes, but mm-hmm. I just don't think that it's Ole's fault. Well, it's not. And the other thing is like, in, you know, it's, it's the end of January, so it's not like he can not like a new manager can come in and make some last minute transfer that's going to save the team. And I think, you know, usually I'd say, Hey, there's probably some advantage in coming in a little early and like seeing the pieces you have and getting to evaluate them, uh, you know, at the end of the year. But like in this case, I just think, and I, you know, I'm not saying this to pour dirt on the grave of Manchester United, but I just think they need like a really significant restructuring. And it's yeah. not, it's not even so much as, and we've talked about this before. It's not like the talent isn't there, you know, but it's, it's really more of a, like, there's something, there's something deeper at the heart of it that. I think like, personally, I think the problem is Ed Woodward and that there isn't really a director of football. So like, Ole can be the manager, but he doesn't really have like a direct say in who gets to come into the team and, mm. you know, like that sort of like when Jose Mourinho comes and he demands like all and like um, Pep and uh, Jurgen Klopp, like they take advantage, they take control of everything from the top down, and Ole doesn't have that because that's the word where he's right above them. And like the structure of Man United isn't, I don't think right now is conclusive to that kind of overhaul because there's too many like cooks in the kitchen, mm. so to speak. Yeah, I think I've talked about it before, uh, and I think they kind of need what Jurgen Klopp brought to Liverpool, where it's like he stepped in and and like cast a vision you know and yeah. obviously it's worked out incredibly well for them and i don't know that anyone anticipated even this level of success you know for liverpool but like they need somebody like you said who can come in and and from the top down be like okay this is where the team's going these are the players i want to keep these are the players i need to sign and you know yeah. I, th- I and think it should be like the future should be bright because they have one of the youngest starting rosters in the Premier League, and they keep promoting academy players who seem to do pretty well, mm-hmm. but you also need that top-end talent that, like, Paul Pogba, for better or for worse, for how good he is, he doesn't seem to fit in well at United. Yeah, so, and I think, I think when when you're in that top level of world football, which, you know, image-wise, man, you definitely still is, there's that temptation to just throw money at a problem. Yeah. And it's like, hey, you know, even with the Paul Pogba thing, it's like, hey, we've got 150 million quid. Come on down. Let's buy Paul Pogba. And it's like, okay, great. But like, did you play? Let's to- buy Bastian Schweinsteiger. <laughs> Left on Ibrahimovic. No, exactly. save everything. It's like, did you plan to use him? Did you plan to integrate him? Did you plan to form your roster buy around what he does well? Sanchez. It's not like, you know, soccer's not a sport like baseball where there are nine very, like, independent positions, you know? Like, if you're going to yeah. bring in a midfielder in soccer, your whole rotation has to change somewhat. So it's just kind of like... And we talked about this before, but, like, every manager United has had has played a completely different style, so it's going to be hard uh, to, like, mold the players around that one. You have Louis Van Hall and Mourinho and Ole that play completely different ways 
Yeah, if you've got a bunch of like speedsters, uh, you know, to use a baseball analogy, and a new manager comes in and he's all about home runs, it's like they can't just become that, you know? Right. I don't know. It's just, uh, it's kind of sad. I've talked about this, I think, last week, but it's kind of sad. You're telling like, me. Uh, <laughs> it's just sad to see, like, the really, the real powerhouses of the Premier League struggle because you'd like to think, it doesn't feel like Liverpool's overcoming Titans, you know? It's just like they're like unreally good in a season where most teams are mediocre. Yeah, it is funny because like in grade school and high school, I used to be called a Fairweather fan because I supported Man United and it's like really easy to be a Man United supporter. Well, here we go. Hey, Everyone has their downtime, so you got ready. At least you get to prove it, you know? <laughs> uh, and as you talked about in the notes, it seems like nobody wants to finish top four. Like, that's the thing. For as bad as they've been, they're still tied for that fifth spot. Yeah, only because... Six points by in Chelsea. Leicester so. have seven points in their last five. Chelsea, eight points in the last five. Man United, six points. Uh, Spurs, eight. Wolverhampton, five. And Sheffield United somehow still clinging on in that kind of yeah. neighborhood with seven. They still have a chance. It's like... <laughs> in- end of january (laughs) you would think you know i remember i remember the first the first year liverpool was really good under Klopp. it was like people were like frantic to finish top four you know because like that that's a a champions league position and that like redefines your season and it has a huge impact on like who's willing to sign and come play for you like you know there there are the top players in europe are not going to come to a club if they know that you're not champions league eligible for a whole year, you know? So it's just like, I, you would think someone would want to go out and grab that. I don't think it's like, it's not a lack of want because I think there's teams. Yeah, that sure. Need to finish top four. Like I would argue that Manchester United Chelsea, like financially need to finish top four yeah. in order to like be sustainable. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm definitely just, not suggesting they're like avoiding it on yeah. purpose. It just doesn't seem like there's that sort of desperation. Yeah, I don't want to. It's not a real police spot. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, America uh, has a new wave of young America talent. <laughs> Ian perked up. He heard his favorite word. Uh, Freedom. And Ian, what are your three favorite colors? Red, white, and blue, baby. There you go. These colors <laughs> don't bleed. Right. Uh, Indiana Vasilev, which does not sound no wrong. It sounds. But his first name is Indiana. Well, that's true. Oh, it's so confusing. Or as Roger Bennett called it, Indiana. I'm from America, and I don't <laughs> like to be confused. He is an 18-year-old American making his who made his debut for Aston Villa in the 67th minute versus Brighton. Seventh, second youngest American to play in the English Premier League, and he's considered Villa's top uh, Villa's top academy product of the last few years. I think uh, their manager, who's Aston Villa's manager, Justin. Do you know that off the top of your head? Uh, give me a second here. I don't know it off the top of my head. I'm, gonna, um, I'm Googling on. it. Someone stall for me while I look it up. Does Dean Smith sound right? Dean Smith could be anybody, Dean I Smith. guess. Dean uh, Kane? Yeah, that's right. Uh, but Dean I still has a manager named Dean Smith. That's made up. That is entirely made up. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I don't understand that. But uh, that's what they claim to be. Anyway, Dean Smith... <laughs> According to Google, who may be a generic made-up person, uh, spoke very highly of Vasilev and said he looked like he was ready to start regularly, which is, you know, granted, less of an achievement for Aston Villa than it would be for, like, a good team. But still, uh, it's good news. And then in the uh, Bundesliga, the German League, Gio Reyna, uh, son of the other Reyna, was it Carlos? Was it Carlos Reyna? Yeah. yeah. Hey, I got a thing. I knew a soccer history thing. Uh, He made his day debut for Dortmund who are obviously a very good team versus Augsburg uh he is he, he is the youngest American to debut in the Bundesliga at 17 year old beating out Polisic by two months and uh does this give you a good feeling about the U.S. men's national team Justin? yeah it does because like I, I knew about Gio Reyna but uh Indiana Vazlov was someone that like was off my radar as far as like international call-ups go so uh-huh. you know he, it's nice to see like these young Americans playing in like European academies that can just pop up out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, wow, this guy's somebody that we weren't necessarily aware of. It's 
uh, refreshing yeah. to see like, the talent be that deep. And as much as like I don't really want to say this because it, it sounds demeaning to the league that our oh, podcast boy. will eventually cover, oh, but like, no. I don't really want USMNT players playing for MLS teams if it can be avoided. Calm down. I don't remember that. You know what I'm saying. But like, you know, these guys, you want guys that are competing with the best in the world. Uh, yeah. And so far, MLS isn't always that. And so it's good to yeah. see. I love, I think the goal for me, for like my vision for US soccer, the goal would be that MLS would eventually be at a point where like you want your best players staying home. Oh, so for sure. Can get like that consistent development. But for now, like, I would love to get there. We're just not there yet. You know, like, the best so... thing for Christian Pulisic sake is to be able to break through at a South Chelsea squad. Yeah, so. absolutely. So I'm excited. I do. I still think I'm not convinced Greg is the guy. Greg. Yeah. So that's a concern. Um, but, uh, you know, I think overall you can't be upset about two phenomenal young footballers debuting internationally for your national team. Uh, so, yeah. And, hey, the Olympics are coming out this summer, so that's a thing. Yeah, and uh, Brian McBride was named general manager of U.S. soccer while we were away as well. Hey, that's cool. Uh, do we have to... Do are the first of all there is men's soccer in the Olympics. Right? I was going to ask about yes. that. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so okay. are we qualified right, here's, for this? Here's a lesson for you guys. <laughs> okay. So there is men's soccer in the Olympics. It's essentially but it's not U20s. pros, right? It's right. under twenty. So it's U twenty threes. Okay. So everyone on your team must be under twenty three. You do have three exceptions. So you can essentially send three regular national team players along with your U twenty threes into the olympics oh, so nice. that's what the olympic team is and we don't um, have to like qualify. us has not qualified for the olympics since oh. 08 so Uh-oh. it'll be nice if we can this year out. okay so there's like a qualification round still coming yes i'm yes. ignorant and the women's team will dominate as it always does i'm sure so right and then maybe we can send them in in uh stead for the men's team who knows the women's team like we we should talk about women's soccer more in this podcast but i do feel like the U.S. women's national team is so dominant that it's almost like the other way, where it's like, what's you know, I almost don't want to talk about it because we're just winning everything. Yeah, but as soon as I nice say when, that, um, when the NWSL starts up, we might have to talk about that a little bit more. See yeah. if we can get a team that we can support. Absolutely. Um, MLS updates. Uh, there was a super draft. Why is it called a super draft? Because that's what they trademarked. Um, and <laughs> that was all that was left. <laughs> they couldn't just call it a draft because a super draft sounds more super I guess. It's not. It's decidedly less super than any other major sporting league's draft. Oh, it's very much less super. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is uh, basically, I mean, it's basically... Uh, a draft for like rotation squad players now, isn't it? Just yeah, you'll more. get a starter here and there. Yeah, yeah, I mean Robbie Robinson was the top college player in the country, um, and got drafted first, right? So he's yeah. probably going to be a star, or at least you know a starter. Uh, but tell us about any thoughts that you had on the super draft. Yeah, um, anytime you get to FaceTime David Beckham on national television, it sure seems fun. <laughs> Man, they are leaning on that David Beckham's in our league card real hard now, aren't they? Which I guess I can't believe. Real hard. It's almost, but... like, it's almost like he contractually had a team written into his contract. That's but... right. <laughs> almost. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's not super exciting. I never really get hyped about the Super Draft. Um, it was cool seeing a couple, an STL kid to get drafted yeah. pretty high up. Yeah. Uh, he got drafted, what was it, sixth overall? No, not even not higher than that, right? By Nashville. Second, right? Um, Nashville drove a bus to his house in St. Louis, which, how dare they? Well, you know, if we'd had a team with colors, we could have mm. beaten them back at the, the borders. <laughs> right. <with them. laughs> could have waited. <laughs> but uh, we had no such luck. Jack Maher got drafted, which is good. Uh, shout out Scott Gallagher, as you pointed out here. Um It just goes to show how important it will be for us to have a team, because if we did, then we would have Academy rights for him. But since we don't, he gets to go to the draft. Justin, did you write these notes? 
Did I write these notes? Did you think that Smashville reference was funny, or did I write that? I wrote that. I wrote. I wrote these notes. (laughs) I hope you wrote it. I wish you'd written that for yourself, and now you're angry. I'm angry at whoever wrote that. (laughs) Um, My Jack Jack Mayer is SCLFC Academy piece. He played for SCLFC during the summers when he was in Indiana. Uh Um, He will most likely mature into a good depth piece and could be good playing time with the expansion Smashville side. Oh, we'll get to that later, Steve. <laughs> <sighs> Are they going to be the Nashville Smashers? <laughs> I love it. I would smash, love it. smash. I would. Smash. I would actually be more in favor of Nashville if they called themselves the Smashers. Ryan Raposo is the other player who could uh, potentially actually make an impact. No pun intended, since he's mm. playing for Vancouver. Or no, that's Montreal. So we're good. We're in the queer. Uh, Canadian cities, right? You're right. Yeah, right. They're very far apart too. They're on opposite sides of the country. I used to think Montreal was on that side of the country, and I'm oh, me too. Good. I thought Montreal was like central. I didn't know they yeah. were so far away. Yeah, for a long time. I for a long time. always. Well, knew it was you know amazing. what? You're a lot smarter than us on many things. But <laughs> Congratulations, when... <laughs> Ian. I'm glad you knew where Montreal is. I'm uh, glad that people on this... very glad I know too. Yeah, I'm <laughs> they're glad... very glad. Uh, they want us to know very, very desperately. They're coming to invade. Uh, but yeah, I'm glad you got a moment to shine because we will torch you later <laughs> on. Uh, but Ryan Raposo got drafted uh, with uh, by Vancouver. And uh, they need a ton of help. And he seems to be under the radar because he's a Canadian. Uh, and Canadians don't even know where their own states are. So, right. or maybe that's right. just me. Any other thoughts on the Super Draft? Well, you know, Super Draft isn't going to yield tons of first-team quality players. But with the academies and youth transfers being a thing now. But this is still Don Garber's America, and we have to get used to it. God bless him, Don Garber's America. That's what I always <laughs> say. Uh Big MLS news came when uh, Javier Chicharito Hernandez signed up to join Christian Pavon and Jonathan Dos Santos in Los Angeles. Uh, This was like unofficially official for a very long time and then became officially official like this week, I think. Yeah. Um, But uh, he's a replacement for Zlatan in every way except for all the ways in which he is not. Uh, and, uh, yeah, good signing, obviously a big name, Mexican football legend. What do you think about this? He's a former Man U guy, right? He is a former Man U. Him and Nani are both in the MLS. Very exciting. Uh, yeah, I think, like, I know it's probably sacrilege to say that he's probably better for the Galaxy, but he might not score as much, but he actually, like, can track back and play defense and, like, be mobile, which I think will be... A lot better for their defense since they had to play like a lot of five, six games last year. How does uh, Chicharito compare to Zlatan and crotch grabs per 90? Not, I mean, very badly. <laughs> okay. uh, Zlatan is very elite in crotch grabs per 90. I don't think that Chicharito has ever had a crotch grab. So I'm just, I'm just saying I'm into the advanced metrics. So I really, I want to get all our bases covered. But I'd he like is very elite. Which you love to see. Yeah. Yeah, hey, you know, it's it's good. Uh, and like you said here, he's been kind of the white whale for the MLS for a long time. Um, because, uh, you know, he's a Mexican legend, and obviously they'd like a lot more big Mexican names in their uh, league. And so how did he uh, pay the MLS back for that compliment, Justin? Well, he talked about his coming to Los Angeles and how happy he was and how his coming to Los Angeles was the start of his retirement tour. Mm. Um, as is tradition for every big name. Oh, you hate to see it. (laughs) (laughs) Not great. Not what you want to hear. Not what you want to hear. No, I'm sure Don Garber quenched his tiny greedy fists in anger when uh, Don Garber's really taking a beating on this podcast. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, that's (laughs) that's not something you want to hear. Julian Gressel is heading to DC United, is he a Wayne Rooney replacement, Justin? Uh, he's more of a playmaking midfielder than a Wayne Rooney stand up front and get the ball past you kind of player. Oh, okay, well, uh, so Julian Gressel is kind of like the motor uh, for Atlanta United. Um, really good playmaker. Was unsettled in his contract, and due to the way the salary cap is, Atlanta can't really like offer him more money without offloading somebody else. So he wanted to trade. They trade him to DC. Uh, traded for one million Garber bucks. That's so many Garber trade. bucks. 
<laughs> so feel, many Garver I feel bucks. like Trademark, the quantities of Garver bucks I hear about are usually much smaller than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, One million TAM, I believe, six hundred fifty thousand this year, um, hundred thousand for next year, and then there's some sort of clause in there which, if you hit certain performance standards, you have to give more money up. Now, does the MLS facilitate some sort of Garber Buck certificate of deposit or something? <laughs> because Ian here is very interested in in very stable, long term, low yield investment opportunities and. What's the conversion of Bitcoin? <laughs> Can I mine Garber Bucks? I will have to ride into the league and get back to you. On okay. That. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm really into uh, digital currency. I haven't checked in on Bitcoin lately. Is that like Ethereum? What's the what's the conversion rate? Ooh, ooh, very fancy. Oh. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Garber Bucks are made up. Uh, but um, Julian Gressel is not, so that seems like a fair trade to me. Uh, what is the value? You know, what is the value of Garber bucks? Talk to us about those again. So Garber way, bucks they- are essentially made-up money that you can use to buy down a player's salary hit, so that it doesn't count to your salary cap. So it is made-up money. It's like money that you're already spending, but here's how I can make it not apply to my salary cap. I traded this other man to another team for this imaginary money that I'm going to use to pay down my owning of another man um, so that I can own more men. I'm pretty sure the 18th Amendment forbids this system. But... <laughs> I don't think it's legal, but somehow <laughs> we let it go. Very carefully. By, by the way, Bitcoin has done phenomenally well in the last month. Since yeah. Christmas, it's up almost two thousand dollars so yeah i should have invested uh in 2011 very good no you should not you would have lost a lot of money since then but i would have been back up well that's true uh you know uh where were we on here chicago fire uh is still named after a natural disaster that ravaged their town i guess not a natural disaster uh but a bad thing now with an even worse crest they signed the one and only uh gaston jimenez as a uh, player from where did it, why did I click away Argentina? What's a DP? You can't you can't throw these, these designated player designated player. Okay, and, <laughs> and... Uh, thoughts on Gaston? Is he especially good at expectorating? Yeah, I just don't know if Chicago has enough eggs to support someone the size of a barge. Uh, I don't either, but I know that Gaston is a treat. And for those of you that don't know what we're talking about have a childhood for god's sake no one passes like gaston no one makes like that <laughs> no one scores like gaston no one celebrates on all fours like gaston i don't know you know it's... anyway i'm glad we set that joke up I'm, uh, I'm yeah happy. we got to uh we're gonna play it at the end here just to celebrate a little further ian why are you looking on scornfully <laughs> No, you're not a fan of Gaston, the the queer and awful villain from <laughs> Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. Okay, any words? Any any commentary? Any, any thoughts on Gastonian? No. Okay. 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 All right. Okay. Well, Ian, uh, not very talkative I don't tonight, care for but him. very judgmental. <laughs> uh, if only, if only you could see his face. It's it's full of fury. Talk us through the other notable signings here. All right, so real quickly, uh, Lucas Zellerian signs with Columbus. Uh, I really like the signing. $8 million from Tigres. Is uh, Zellerian like a Super Saiyan or those similar <laughs> things? Or... Yeah, I think so, for okay. the <laughs> ability he's going to have to make Columbus better. Um, he's just like an all-around playmaker, somebody that every team needs. Um, so I like that signing for Columbus a lot. And I think they played kind of below what they usually are last year. Um, so I think they'll kind of bounce back with that. Edison Flores goes to DC United. He's a Peru International, another $5 million Liga MX signing. Uh, Junior Urso goes to Orlando City. He is a regular contributor for Brazilian side Corinthians. Lots of signings more likely to happen, but that is where we are as of now. Corinthians also, uh, two letters written by the Apostle Paul to the Church of Corinth in the New Testament that follow after Romans for those. Did, who, uh... did Paul play soccer? Was he good at soccer? Uh, I mean, no. He was... <laughs> probably an imprisoned jewish man during that ah, time, so. ah yes yes, yes, yes. Uh, you know but uh you probably had corinthians read at your wedding at some point so there you go 
not your wedding, Justin, because we know that's never going to happen. But, um, it's on its way. It hasn't happened yet. Though. Oh, yeah. Like you've set a schedule. Who knows? It's all made up. You're waiting for them to win a second cup before you set a date. So That is true. That is true. <laughs> uh, anything else you want to say about the MLS before we get Mr. Uh, smiley Happy Person over here to talk no, about? I'm ready to get Ian involved in this podcast. Okay, Ian. How do you feel about getting tortured in public? Mm. How do you feel about being put in the stockade of podcasts? Personally, I love it. I'm all for a society where we own men and we... <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Let's get to oh, it. Let's podcast to it. canceled. Stop podcast them. canceled. Oh, uh, uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, Ian, what's the largest city in the United Kingdom? London. Great. You passed the quiz. You've won. <laughs> Right. Uh, no. Ah, uh, well, good night. Would you believe that London, as a community, has upwards of twenty individual soccer clubs in in the top several leagues of of English soccer? I have to believe it. Okay. I have to. You have to. Well, it's true. I think yeah, the, so. Thus having to. Our quiz today will it'll be simple. I would say you should get eleven out of ten. Because it's just a yes or no question. I am going to tell you the name of a soccer team. And you're going... It's only from the top two leagues of English soccer. So I'm not digging down... The top two leagues. I I barely know about the top one league. you know, I can't just give you the obvious ones. What's one more league? You would know that Newcastle was or was not in London. So, uh, you, you said I would know, yeah, maybe. <laughs> oh, no, uh, oh, no. What, what would you say? Their warm up question Newcastle United is or is not in London? Sure, yep, it is in London. Yeah. Newcastle United is in London. Yeah. You're gonna well, stick none of them are named London, okay? Well, you're very wrong. Newcastle is its own city, Newcastle, so, none of them are named London. Uh, yeah, it is Newcastle upon Tyne, it's got one of those very fancy names. Good, so, I'm glad I guessed that. <laughs> So this is a simple question. Just 10, 10 teams, yes or no, they are or they are not in the greater London area. Yeah, just Can you manage them. that? Yeah, Can just you answer handle it? that? Okay. We're going to start real simple. Arsenal. Seems very easy. The Arsenal Gunners. Stan Kroenke owned. Yes, they're in London. That's somewhere. correct. See, you're on a roll. See? You're doing amazing. I didn't say so I wasn't going to do good. You're, Number... put, you're projecting upon me. What do you th- How many do you think you'll get? You've I will not got answer one. that question. Okay. <laughs> you will not set a standard for yourself. I okay. believe the thing. Uh, number two is Leighton Orient. Leighton mm, Orient. I don't even. <laughs> is it even in England? One would might ask. I don't like I don't like the part of that word. I don't like part of that name. You don't like Leighton? Is that yeah, it? Yeah, that's it. Because you were traumatized by the Professor Leighton video game. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Is the Curious Village in London in or is it I'm gonna say it's in London. You're correct. Two Gross. out of two. You're doing amazing. Orient? Yeah. Change your name. Twenty <laughs> twenty. Uh, Ian, the next the next team that we would like you to identify is AFC Wimbledon. AFC Wimbledon, like yes, the tennis tournament. London. Yeah, you're correct. See, you're doing wow. great. Honorable. You're doing amazing. Ian, we've discussed this team before. They've got a moose on their logo. Salisbury. <laughs> Watford is Watford in London. Ew. Um, no. They're not. You're you're on fire. Oh, I don't see how you could. You know why? Mooses. Not, not in London. London. <laughs> That's not right. London. It's very close to London, but it's technically outside, even the suburb range. So mm. there you go. Uh, your favorite team, Tottenham Hotspur. Are they a London team? Yes. That's. I did this. I'm I'm flabbergasted, Justin. <laughs> Can you believe the success we're seeing? Halftime interview with Justin. Justin, analyze yeah, his I performance. I, mean, I so knew far. you were going to do good, Ian. As we said, 11 out of 10 oh, before we started. Boy. But you, are, you have far surpassed that 11 out of 10 prediction. I tire What's of amazing this is that we did give him an 11th question, and he did get it wrong. So technically, <laughs> oh, he oh, could no. disappoint 11 out of 10. But I expect you not to, because we're returning to the second half with Millwall. Oh, <laughs> Millwall. Boo. Um, no. It is in London. That sounds like a tiny ass There's little a town. Mil- London has both mills and walls. Yes, that's, I'm aware. That's pretty obvious. Okay. Charlton Athletic. 
Charlton sounds like Charleston, like an actor, South Carolina, or a Pokemon. Charlton does not sound like a Pokemon. <laughs> oh, sure it does. That's not in London. It sure is in London. What? We're just butchering it in the second half. <laughs> the just fuck butchering it. Why are these little t- ass towns in London? I don't, you know, you're going to have to ask the British, I guess. The English. <laughs> you're right. You're right. And I don't like them. <laughs> Everton, Ian. Is Everton... No. They're You're not correct. London. Do you know what city they are in? Everton. <laughs> no. Wrong. They're in Liverpool, you fool. Why uh, can't they just be called Liverpool too? <laughs> because even though they are inferior to Liverpool in every way, shout out Garrett, they are their own <laughs> entity. That's why. Uh, they did get beat by Liverpool's Junior A squad recently, though. So. That's- that's kind of sad. <laughs> Ian, yeah, I'm so sorry. Queens Park Rangers. Queens Q-P-R. Park. There is a city called Queens Park in Northern England. I'm just going to give you that as a as a clue. Uh, London. Are they? The are they in? Lo- are they in London? Are they? I don't. I'm... They're, we'll say they're in London because you just did the thing where you like one, two, three, and me. Go you'd, ahead. Be, you'd be correct. They <laughs> are in London, and the team in North, the city in Northwest England, was made up. I don't. Think. Now that's just lying. Well, now you're just lying yeah, to me. Of course, yeah. Yeah. Like Rangers you gotta ask the question, no, then you gotta be confused. You gotta be quiet. Uh, you're right. You're right. Excuse me. Final, final one. You've missed two total. We're about to get flown over by the army so that's going to be interesting by the way as an aside we had a quartet of blackhawk helicopters fly right over the house the other day and wow. i thought we were gonna die <laughs> it was that's very, like kind of terrifying <laughs> yeah it was uh you know they don't fly high and uh i was very scared so i'm very scared to see how you answer this question as well crystal did they lose go to war is that right was there something i should be worried about uh, yeah, we're going to war with uh, anyone who talks crap about the Kansas City Chiefs for the next week. Okay, sounds good. Sounds good. Um, Crystal Palace. Yeah. Now, you've heard of Crystal Meth. People do that in London. So don't don't get confused, Ian. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I they, know where your brain went. They are not in London. Oh, yeah. They I are in I London? Tell you that they but they don't, that's London. not a palace there. That's, that's <laughs> a fucking, oh, there's no palace. <laughs> I love that that was your reasoning. By the way, you know that the palace is in London, That's right? not a palace. Okay. Buckingham Palace isn't a palace. Not a palace. Okay. Is, a palace is it made of crystal? Enough to you? Uh, the Crystal Palace is not. was made of crystal. It wasn't an actual human-inhabited palace, but it was like a That's shopping mall or an exhibition center. It was a shopping mall? It was an exhibition center. It was like uh, <laughs> it was like uh, the art museum or something. Get your shit together. Ian. So if I have a soccer team okay, in St. Yeah. Louis, by this whatever, I can just call them like the Union Stationites? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Why not? If you lived in England, that would Especially if you had 17 other soccer teams in Spread St. Louis. Spread them out. Uh, well, there's not that many places to <laughs> soccer teams i gotta be on there are only so many t- i think cities. london fucked up yeah of course they did of course they voted on brexit and everything went to shit so i wish the uh, romans were still there i wish I, I wish we could sign off here and that your reckoning would be the only reckoning Mm-mm. on this podcast but i'm afraid uh, before anything else happens there is uh, an audio quip we have to insert here. So if if you'll have if you'll give me a moment, I can do that, and uh, and we'll return. The sm- the entire Smashville community, like that's the thing. I am willing to say right now on the spot that downtown we'll West <gasps> is more of a thing Whoa! than Smashville. Justin, you hear that? <laughs> because at least downtown West. Exists. Exist. Oh, <laughs> we've broken up. This psyche is broken. is so disturbing that I will break my vow of silence and I will admit the inadmissible because <laughs> Smashville, I can't. Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right, all right. So, I, how do you, who wants to call the shots here? I feel like I can't call the shots in my own reckoning i mean i'd like i'm sure would like to steven have you looked at a map recently 
Have you read the words on the map? On a St. Louis I, map? I looked not. I looked up today. I was looking up the aquarium, the St. Louis Aquarium. It's open at Union Station. I was like, I'm going to go down to Union Station. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm going to enjoy my time there this weekend. I was like, well, I'm not going to go down there this weekend because the NHL All-Star Game's there. And I was like, man, where is where is that taking place? And, and in fact, me. on NHL.com, the, the sixth largest or most watched or whatever <laughs> sporting organization in north america they reference wow. downtown west yeah, that's right wow number six so number the downtown six, west exists the nhl referenced downtown west. they did in what capacity that that's where that's where you know what Union station is i've admitted that i was wrong i've admit i've, I've succumbed uh, will you admit uh, it sounds like you're about to dig in yeah he's about to dig nope, in the other nope, way nope 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 will you admit to uh the nhl <laughs> will you admit to sports as a whole that this place in st louis exists let me just uh before, before we get into that Ian, let me just read a little excerpt from a good website uh some of you may have heard of it called wikipedia if you guys heard of wikipedia before um it says downtown west is a neighborhood wikipedia. in st louis missouri with a population of six thousand nine hundred and thirty seven real actual people sixty nine hundred people nice nice downtown west is in st louis city county and is one of the best places to live in missouri Living in downtown West offers residents an urban feel, and most residents rent their homes. In downtown West, there are a lot of bars, restaurants, coffee shops, and parks. Many young professionals live in downtown West, and residents tend to be liberal. And that is an excerpt from the famous website, Wikipedia. Where are the homes? No, let's not make this a sticking point. No, 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 no. finding a new hill. If this thing exists, it can't just be Union Station. They said... I mean, it is. They said... 6,900 nice. people. That's right. I'm That's willing right. to admit it exists, but we have to define the boundaries. So They're tell me, where That's are the homes? This isn't just like a couple people sprinkled here and there. That's like bigger That's than the town That's a number of, of people. 6,900 people. If you had $10 for each of those people, you could probably franchise a steak and shake. I... When, when we open up our Patreon, I'm going to solely... <laughs> Advertise this to the population of downtown West, and then we'll make a living off the podcast. That's right. All based we can retire off a month's worth of Patreon from these fiends. You know, this goes all the way up onto Washington Avenue, and there's a lot of lofts and stuff up there. It does. It what, does. What is this? Look at downtown West. Look that's at it exists. That's not exist. a thing. It does. It exists. That does. Oh, that's so close. He's, he's freaking so out close. looking at the square. The square that is downtown West. You're telling me downtown West incorporates the city museum and goes from showtel to north of martin luther king boulevard well this is your reckoning you don't get to determine the qualifications of downtown west (laughs) you admitted it that it's already downtown best there could be a lot of people that live off of martin luther king drive none of us will ever know I now, just assume I was, that people live up there. I was told, I was told this is a Shangri-La of a community. What? And yet it extends north of MLK Boulevard, mm-hmm. which, you know, MLK himself, terrific, tremendous, wonderful person, but uh, okay. north. Okay, we, gotta, okay, we gotcha. <laughs> but I'm just saying, what is this community? What? I mean, Enterprise Center itself is located in downtown uh, West. Of course it is. Of course it is. Because it's right next to Union Station, yeah, which is, which is downtown again, West. There are, quote, a lot of bars, a lot, <laughs> a lot of restaurants, of a lot of coffee shops, and parks. In I love this. There's a lot. There's a lot. <laughs> That's what I was Young my professionals, liberals. Mostly liberal, Stephen. Now look, you we know. have some political disagreements, but those are people too. Urban feel. <laughs> you know, the Schlafly Tap Room—that's a whole bar. I just want to say, lots of bars. <laughs> to hell with the owner of the Nashville Predators, because he or the CEO, whoever it was, Smashville Predators, uh, had to put the word Smashville in a public press release, illegal press release. And forced me to this breaking point. Now, don't blame him. I do blame him, Ian. You know what? There's, I do. There's three of us, and there's we've got six arms total. So when this place opens, wherever it is, the St. Louis Archers Arch Museum-sponsored stadium, 
we're gonna have FC sponsored by Cutis Funeral Home. Yeah, definitely. We got we're gonna have six. We got six syllables. We're gonna have six different signs that say Downtown West, Downtown Best. <laughs> and we're gonna chant that throughout the whole stadium, and it's gonna be the new We Went Blues. Oh my God, and it will be. I, I. <sighs> In the words of Lida Cruson, downtown West, downtown Best. <laughs> uh, here's the thing. It, 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 uh, I want, I he want, wants to go back. I he do. wants to go back. I feel it. Because I, I know what is correct. And I know, in my convictions, I know what is true. That that... What? It's a square the size of... It's like half of the city! There's a 7-Eleven And by there. the way, there's a lot of the city that's west of it. Which doesn't make any sense. Now to be fair, that's just slew. That's Midtown, Stephen. That's Midtown. But that's the why middle is of the it town. Midtown? Why is Midtown west of west? <laughs> because there's more west. <laughs> It's not west, it's downtown west. It's west ah! downtown. <laughs> yeah, this is the mid of the town. The other thing was the west of the downtown. Justin makes a good point about directions. I don't understand what's so hard to comprehend here, Stephen. Uh... Have you looked at a map? <laughs> oh, see, here you go, Stephen. The whole thing is there's downtown west, then it's midtown. What do you think comes west of that? The central west end, of course. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I hold in my hands the club of the great Maasai people, known as Arungu, and I want to bash my own brains. With it. I think your gripe is more with Midtown West than Downtown West. I think yeah, I think you should stick your yeah. you should stick die on the hill of Midtown, not be Midtown. Do you, do you not like it. that Midtown has two different Wests on either side of it? One to the east, <laughs> and the one to the east is Downtown West. Maybe Midtown, which is why it doesn't exist. It's nothing! To be fair, it's all relative. Direction's all relative. No, it's not! It, what? No! No! I mean, I guess if you went far enough west from Midtown... Well, Midtown is Midtown between north and south. So that's why it's called. Oh, <laughs> fuck it's middle you, of those Midtown. Two, right? Oh, <laughs> God. Uh, is there more torture? Do you want me to... Say the Pledge of Allegiance to downtown west. You know, Lafayette Square is more of like a rectangle than anything, <laughs> but I'm just well, throwing that out there. Well, that's fine. Okay. Because people, Didn't know if ge- geometry is disgusting. So really, I will say, Stephen, that does make the downtown of St. Louis, which was already small, smaller. Very, very, very small. It's basically the arch. Yeah, pretty much. So they're saying, by <laughs> by logical argument, they're saying Midtown is not downtown. No, yeah, Midtown's not downtown. Because Midtown. it's west Midtown of downtown. Midtown's never been downtown, Stephen. Yeah, yeah. But why? What? Midtown Manhattan is downtown. <laughs> oh, Stephen. <laughs> we aren't New York. Come on Although now. Wayne Gretzky does like us more than New York. He so does. Put that in, in that way. In that way, we're better. <laughs> this hurts me. <laughs> I am in pain. Downtown it's doesn't you... start until Tucker Boulevard. <laughs> I mean, the Cardinal Stadium is two blocks from being in downtown Stadium West. Basically, do I? This this podcast has now become learning uh, St. Louis neighborhoods, mm-hmm. which are entirely confusing. I was in, I was not far from Lafayette Square today. Would you consider Soulard downtown? Soulard can go to hell. <laughs> Stephen's all about yeah, all right, that county right. life. I have never wanted to move. To Jefferson County. Okay. And I still don't. Okay, very would... good. <laughs> don't do that to yourself. That would be ridiculous. I would, I'll say on the record right now on this podcast, I'd sooner move to downtown West and be unlocatable by the United States Postal Service. They just drive. You and 6,900 like, other people. Like, like in the <laughs> Simpsons movie where it says, coming up on your left, nothing. That would be friggin' downtown West. But I would sooner live there. Than in Jefferson County. So that's progress, I would say. I would say. Yeah. I'll, I'll take that. Good I will take you. that as a win. Yes. I And I will say this because I, th- I feel like I, I need to do I need to do what's right. And I need to just say. You already did. Downtown West is downtown best. Oh, wow. You, I mean, it's Thank true. You. I mean, look at our downtown. You got you to gotta go west. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, did. we already won. <laughs> oh, boy, it does not. 
Oh boy. Do we have other things we need to say before we get out of here? No, no, just uh one Nashville suit up next year. Just remember that you hate them because they made you admit something that you did not mm-hmm. want to admit. Our natural that, enemy. And because they fucking call themselves Smashville, those juvenile hicks. I could go. I could go again. I could go again. We better pull the plug. We better pull the plug. We better, um, we better end it here. We'll start, get in trouble. I'll start another civil war. The North didn't kick their ass hard enough. Let's do it again. Uh, until next time, which will be Civil War too. Uh, anything else you guys need to say before we get out of here? Nope, I'm good. I feel vindicated, and that is all the feeling I need. That's right. Happy, speaking of Wayne Gretzky, happy uh, birthday to him, who turns some age on Sunday. So, not a hockey, not a soccer player, but an old person. So, he's got that going for him. As well as Jose Mourinho. And we will close uh, with this uh, final recognition of the great man uh, from Beauty and the Beast, Gaston. He is he's especially good at expectorating. Good night, everybody. Sayonara. Good luck. <laughs> Wrestling match, nobody fights like Gaston. For there's no one as burly and brawny. As you see, I've got biceps to spare. Not a bit of him scraggly or scrawny. That's right. And every last inch of me's covered with hair. No one hits like Gaston. In a spitting match, nobody spits like Gaston. I'm especially good at expectorating. As a lad, I ate four dozen eggs every morning to help me get large. And now that I'm grown, I eat five dozen eggs, so I'm roughly the size of a barge. Then goes tromping around wearing boots like Gaston. I use antlers in all of my decorating. Why would I not?